This is episode number 23 of the Let's Talk Retouching podcast. Follow along when we talk with industry leaders and working professionals out of the photography and retouching world about all things post-production. In today's episode, I'm going to ask the question whether you should or you should not work for exposure and what you should take in account to make such a decision. This discussion and a few more tips all in today's episode, so stay tuned. Hello my friends and welcome to today's episode of the Let's Talk Retouching Podcast. My name is Daniel, I'm your host. The show is brought to you by our retouching studio, boutiqueretouching.com and also the platform Learn Postproduction, which we eventually will launch. I'm saying this for the, I don't know, 20th time now, but it will take some time to get things running. Um, and we're building a lot on the back end. So, but you still can subscribe to the newsletter there and get informed as soon as things are going to get started over there. But now let's get into today's episode and I am asking the big question whether you should or you should not work for exposure. And every retoucher or even creative will have to answer this question to themselves not only once but probably multiple times in their careers. Whether you should work for the exposure and should take these jobs or you maybe shouldn't. And in this episode, we will discuss if you should and what considerations you might want to incorporate into your decision-making process. So the big question here is working for exposure. What does it mean? What is this exposure? So working for free for exposure or for any other way of compensation might be a case-by-case -case decision. I'm going to say this a few times in this episode, but I'm going to go through some options here and present you with some ideas along the way. So as this usually is a case-by-case -case or a personal decision, it might all come down to your business model, the clients you are targeting and the fields you decide to work in. At some point or another, you might be confronted with the decision to work for free, to work for exposure and to really make this decision if this is something you want to invest your time in. So let's get into this and start by discussing whether working for free or working for exposure is actually the same. So is it or is it something different? What does it mean to work for free and what does it mean to work for exposure? At a first glance, it seems to be kind of the same. One is working without compensation. The other is working for a trade-in other than money. And quite vague in terms of what its actual value is. And that is the difficult thing about making this decision is to estimate the value that is behind the exposure. When is this exposure thing actually a valuable thing for your business? Some sources even claim exposure to be a new currency. And it has become quite common for companies wanting to pay creators with this magical thing called exposure, this new value. But what can it mean to be paid in exposure? Is it at all comparable to the value of money? I'm making a bold statement here when I say, yes, it can be as valuable as money. It can be even more valuable, but it really depends. So hear me out. 
just and only just in a few cases it is a really good decision for your business to make and we will get into such cases in a little bit. So while society is pretty much stable in evaluating the value of money for exposure, there is no such way of easily measuring or comparing the benefits or the value of this exposure currency. But what does it all mean for you as a retoucher or creative? How can you make a decision on if a job compensated by exposure could be worth it or if you rather should stay away from it? Before we can answer this question, let's just talk about something that's called the Catch-22 situation. And as retouchers, we are in a special situation. So what is a Catch-22 situation? For us retouchers, it means we have to work for our advertising material. And in order to get good material, we have to have good work. But let me explain. First, let's agree on the decision whether to work for exposure or not to be uniquely different from the decision a photographer has to make on this. While a photographer who is working for free for trade or for exposure, he will always have the benefit of owning the copyright to these images. A retoucher, however, does not have such benefits. A retoucher can never own an image's copyright or by default has any other rights on the images he or she is working on. So the issue for us retouchers still is that we need images to promote ourselves, our businesses and our abilities. See it however you want, but knowing we do not have any rights on the images we have not taken ourselves, I think and know we have to either spend money on advertising or work for the right to use these images. And there's no way around making an investment if you want to have a killer portfolio and want to get hired for the right jobs. Take this in consideration when making a decision whether you might want to work for free and to what terms. But I surely can understand why someone does not want to work for exposure or always wants to be paid for their work. It completely makes sense thinking about, okay, you provide a service, you work for it and you get paid for it. And of course, there's also a risk involved by other parties, companies taking advantage of the situation, paying with exposure as this might cost them less than the value of money. And on your side, it might be hard to judge if and how much value there is in getting this exposure. So making a decision, though, I'd like to point out why you might not want to work for exposure or work for free. Well, working for free usually means just that. Working for free without compensation on no terms. Working for exposure, on the other hand, is just working under specific terms and being compensated by using an advertising platform. The key phrase here should be ROI, aka what are the terms on your investment that you put into a project. As it really is hard to measure and to tell what the right exposure might be, 
there will always be a certain fear involved of being used and not getting anything out of a job to benefit from it long term. As we have discussed before, for us retouchers, it is crucial to get at least something out of a project we put our time in. If we cannot make an income out of the exposure we are getting, it is very likely to have put time, energy and money into the wrong places to sustain our business. So now let's get into some reasons on when you might take on work in exchange for exposure, when it might be worth it. Again, this has always to be a very personal decision, but I hope to give some guidance on the way, some ideas on how you can make this difficult decision. I want to break it down why you might actually want to work for exposure in four main reasons why you might want to work for exposure when it might be worth it. So let's talk about uh, the first reason why you might want to work for exposure. The first reason why you actually might want to work for exposure is if this exposure is the right exposure, meaning if you are reaching potential clients of yours. So the first viable option for you to work in exchange for exposure is the potential to reach these new potential clients. We call that in sales, we call that leads. So if you potentially can generate leads out of that exposure, that would be ideal. As with every marketing campaign, it is vital to reach the right people who are in a position of working with you or hiring you. So you have to ask yourself the question, do you get your work in front of the right people? And is it a worthwhile investment in terms of the work and money you put into this campaign or project? Comparably, you could think of investing the same amount of time to prospect and actively reach out to new contracts in your industry. Another thing to consider is, if you get all that promised exposure, do you have a system in place to make use of it? It comes back to what you want to achieve with your exposure. Getting new potential clients, can they easily find you or how to connect with you? Can they contact you? Do you have a process to make the best use out of these incoming leads and new contacts? I will talk about how to generate leads and how to treat your leads in a more detailed episode. But as a professional, it is vital to have your communication system set up the right way. We, for example, we are working with the HubSpot customer management system. And I will put these links to this system in the show notes and some of their other services we are also using to keep track of all our client communications. Now let's talk about something completely different. My second point here on my list is building experience, a completely different option. So let me ask you the question, could you imagine cases of putting in the work and neither care about the exposure nor monetary compensation for your job? And yes, such cases might exist. Depending on how fresh your business is and how experienced you are, it might be a good decision to not work for compensation, just to gain the experience working with an experienced team of professionals. It can be good practice to get into the flow of how a creative team is working together. 
these might not always be the most rewarding jobs in terms of the exposure you might gain or the clients you might get from these jobs. But if you have made a decision for that factor to be less relevant than the experience you can gain from these jobs, then I always recommend going for such jobs and gigs. Reason number three you might want to work for exposure is brand building and marketing. So there is something completely different now that I think can be valuable for you and your own business. With exposure, you might not reach a lot of people in the position to hire you. There will always be just a portion of all the people who are in such a position at the point of time they are seeing your work. But consider the value of being top of mind with people. And do not underestimate this for your business. If you continuously pop up in front of people, or let's say the right people, you will be the first they will contact if the time is right for them. Apart from that, you can make use of such projects to give more creative input and eventually use that to position your business as the retouching studio or freelancer to go for in niche cases for a certain look, for the most natural looking beauty images or whatever, it can help you to market yourself as the number one guy or girl to go to in a certain situation. And over time, this will help you to build your brand. And if done right, people in the industry will start talking about you and your abilities. Having a brand is vital in today's oversaturated market And I cannot stress this enough. Tip number four ties in with the second one I was mentioning before. And that is building reputation with a team of creatives. That involves using the situation of working for free or working for exposure as part of building your reputation with other creatives or a certain creative team. In such a collaboration, everyone can win on a long-term basis if that working relationship can be established and maintained over time. Becoming part of a working creative team not only gets you work, but it streamlines all processes of every party involved, which then will cut down on everyone's time. And as we all know, time is money too. So I would suggest to take this as a chance to go with, no matter the exposure you might be promised, if any at all and just do it for the connections. So let's draw a conclusion here. While on one hand we always fear of companies taking advantage of us, we on the other hand can get quite some benefits out of such situations too. It just depends. And in conclusion, whether you make the decision to work for free or for exposure, you might not just blindly accept any offer coming away. And as there is no one-size-fits-all answer here to this question, I hope my suggestions when it is worth to work for exposure and when it might not be worth will help you to make a better evaluation on your very own situation. So keep in mind that you as a retoucher or creative want to get something out of it and it is up to you to evaluate and to estimate what that thing is that you're gonna get out of it and if it's worth for you pursuing it. So my friends, this was episode number 23. 
three of the Let's Talk Retouching podcast. I really hope you liked it. Um, I'm putting quite some effort into making these episodes happen, so I would really appreciate if you were to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcasting app. Also check out our website at boutiqueretouching.com where we host the show notes of this podcast. Um, there's also plenty of material for you to learn from, interesting blog posts, and I talk to you in the next episode.